What's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Dafayin Beis of Masechta Erevin, Daf seventy-two. Today there's like uh, there's like not really like some like juicy stuff over here today. There's like um, talking about yeah, kind of like different views on the machlokas between Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim about whether or not you can rely on your shitufim um, mivos for your Eruv Chatseris. Then we get into a new Mishnah about um, these people who are spending <coughs> Shabbos in like a mansion. These like groups of people who are spending Shabbos in a mansion. How do they contribute their bread to the Chatser in which the mansion is? Well, that's what we're talking about today. So, let's go weiter. Um, where should we start? Um, alright, I'll, I'll, I'll take a vote. Where do you guys want to start? I think maybe the most sense would be to start about 10 lines from the bottom of Ayn Aleph Mudbez. Um, my Rabbanan. So yesterday we had mentioned at the end that there was machlokas between Rameir and the Rabbanan about, um, you know, can you be Mishtate? Can, can you, can the, uh, Shitufim work for Eruve Chatseris? Or not, right? If you make a shetufim avos, do you also have to make an eruve chatzeris? So, here is the brisa in which it talks about. I mean, I think we mentioned it at the end of yesterday as well, but it's a good place for us to begin. My rabmer umay rabbanan. What is the opinion of of rabmer? What is the opinion of the rabbis? The tanya is we learn in a brisa ma'ivim b'chatzeris b'pas. So you can uh, so in a chotzer. Um, so you make an eruv with bread, right? Because uh, Eruv is about where you are for Shabbos, and it's gonna, you know, and, and where a person considers himself to be is where his food is, and that's going to be bread. But you don't make a Eruv with wine. Um, you can make a Shetufemavos with wine. And if you want to use bread for your Shetufemavos, that would work as well. It's no problem. Right? Even though you make an Eruvei Chatseris, you still have to do a Shetufei Mivos. Uh, probably the other way around. Even though you did a Shetufei Mivos, you still have to do an Eruvei Chatseris. So that the children will not forget about the Hilchus Eruvin. That you make Eruvs in the Chatseris. Sheyomu Avosenu Lo Eruv. Rav Meir is concerned that if we would rely solely on the Shitufim Mavos that we do and do not do Eruv Echatzeros as well, well then the children might think that their parents didn't actually do Eruv Echatzeros Bechlal and they'll forget about Eruv Echatzeros. The Chacham say, O Ma'arvin, O Mishtatvin, that it's enough. If you do Shitufim Mavos, then um, then it can work for the Eruv Echatzeros as well. Pligibat Rabbi Rahumi Viraba Bar Yosef that uh, the Agao Sabach changes the Amoraim here to Rabbi Rahumi and Rabbi Bar Yosef. So one opinion is that when it comes to bread, everyone agrees, both the Chachamim and Rabbi Meir, everyone agrees that when it comes to bread, if you use it, if you do a Shetufim with bread, you don't have to do an Eruvi Chatseris. Where do they argue? When it comes to wine, that Rameir says that if you do a Shetufim Mavos with wine, then you would have to do an Eruv Echatzeris. However, the Chacham say that if you do a Shetufim Mavos with wine, you would not have to do an Eruv Echatzeris. V'chad Amr, the other way to understand the Machlokas between Rameir and the Chachamim is, that when it comes to wine, if you make a Shetufim Mavos with wine, certainly you're going to have to do an Eruv Echatzeris. Kiplige Bipas. 
The machlokas, however, is when it comes to bread. If you make a shitufim uh, of with bread, will that cover the um, um, uh, Eruvei Chatseris as well? Meisve, we have a question. Vachachomim omim, the chachomim say, right? This is in this price that we just quoted. Vachachomim omim, omeirvin omishtatvin. That either you make an Erev or you make a Shituf. Ma, my love. What Mislam, what it means is, So, what we want to say is what it means. What does it mean? It means either you make an Eruv in the Chatzar with bread, or you can make a Shituf in Mavos with wine, and that will work for the Chatzar as well. So, therefore, that would be a problem for the um, second version of the Machlokas between Reb Meir and the Chacham, which said that everyone agrees that wine would not work. But we want to argue that what the Bryce is saying is that if you make a Shitufim with wine, that would work for the Chatzar as well. So, so, Amr of Gidl, Amr Says of Gidon in the name of Rab, no, Hachi Kamar. This is what, this is what the Bryce is saying. It's not saying that, you know, either you can make an Erev with bread and that, you know, and that works for Erev and bread. It would also work for an Eshitufim Mavos and that, uh, you can make Eshitufim Mavos with wine and that would cover your Erev Echatzeros. That, that is not what it's saying. What it's saying is, according to Rav Gidon Amarab, O Ma'arvin Bechatzeb Pas, Umutarin Kan Vechan, what so says of Marab, what the Bryce over here is saying is that if right you can make an Eruv with bread, and that works, right? An Eruv, right, bread works for both the Eruv and the Shituf. Or you can make a Shituf Mavos with bread, and it will work for the Shituf as well as the Eruv. Now, I think that what this means, if I looked it up in the art school also, because all these Different um, configurations of bread and wine and 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 mavois and chutzers can get a little bit confusing. And what I understand from the art school is that it's not saying that um, if you make an eruve chatzeros with bread, it will also work from it will also work for the shetufim mavois. It doesn't work that way. But what it's saying is that you can use bread for eruve chatzeros and you can use bread for shetufim mavois. And however. If you were to only make a Shetufim Mavos and you used bread for the Shetufim Mavos, then you would not have to make an Eruv Echatzeros. It would cover your Eruv Echatzeros. Right? So the point is that bread can work in the context of Eruv and it works in the context of Shetuf, of Shetuf as well. But if you only made an Eruv with bread, you would still have to make a Shetufim Mavos. But if you only made a Shetufim Mavos, you wouldn't have to make an Eruv. That, 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 that's the way I understand it. Amr reviewed Amr Rav Halacha Kremer. It says reviewed in the name of Rav that the Halacha is like Kremer. Rav Huna Amr Minig Kremer. Rav Yochanan Amr Nagwa Am Kremer. Right? We've seen this a few times. Right? That um, Halacha means that you would mamish tell everybody, you would tell in public that the Halacha is like Kremer. Whereas Rav Huna says that the Minig is like Kremer. Meaning we wouldn't publicly tell like a big shear of a lot of people that the Halacha is like Kremer. But if somebody asked the Shailah, we'd be happy to tell them that the Halacha is like uh, Rabmeir. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan says that the Minig is like Rabmeir. That, you know, we wouldn't even um, recommend that people do like Rabmeir. However, um, if somebody did like Rabmeir, so then that would, um, it would be acceptable. That, that, that would be fine.
Remer's opinion being that you would have to do both Shitufim uh, Vos and Neruvi Chatseros, which I guess it sounds like that... Um, Well, I don't know what it sounds like. It depends, I guess, if you hold if it's Allah or a minig or a noagin. Fine. Well, I guess if you say noagu, right, then it sounds like, so then what that means is that we wouldn't paskin that Allah is like a mayor, meaning we would paskin that if somebody came to ask a shayla, we would say that if you make a shetuf from a it works for the Uruchatseris as well. But if you if you made both, then the seder. I don't know, I think. Fine. New Mishnah. So if you had five groups that are spending Shabbos in a mansion. Okay. So it's basically you have this chatzar. Now in this chatzar, there's a few buildings. One of the buildings is this mansion that we're talking about. Now in this mansion, it's really just one big room. And there are five doors. And you can enter into this big room by any of the five doors. And then there's some kind of partition between the five sections. So it's not really quite like a hotel per se, where like there's mamish different suites or whatever. It's really just one big room with four partitions to separate out five areas, right? Um, meaning five areas that have four partitions between them, right? Because when you have five areas, there's going to be four things in between. So fine. So, so... That's what we're talking about. Some kind of big room of sorts that we're calling a mansion. And it's five doors that go into this really big room. And in the room, there's like five sections where people could hang out for Shabbos. So we have these five groups that are spending Shabbos in this mansion. Um, now, this mansion is part of a chutzr. And the chutzr has a number of uh, units in it. And therefore, um, there's going to have to be, right, this mansion is going to have to participate in the, well, not have to, but... You know, people are going to want to carry in the chutzr, so they're going to they're going to participate in this um in in this eruv with the rest of the um, buildings over there. The question is, what is their responsibility towards the chutzr? How much bread do they have to contribute? Does each group have to contribute bread, or maybe only one group has to contribute for everybody? So. Says the Mishnah, If you have five groups that are spending Shabbos together in this mansion, So Beishamai says that every single group is going to have to um, supply a loaf of bread to contribute to the um, Eruv of the Chatzar with the other buildings. Whereas Beisil says, no, they can just, you know, all five groups can together come up with one loaf of bread, which they will contribute to the communal Eruv. Umodim, however, Beis Hillel agrees that that if, like, they're in different rooms and 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 and, and lofts, well, then in that case, um, they will need to provide, um, you know, each group will have to provide their own bread, right? And we're going to explain, we're basically going to spend the rest of the daf explaining what exactly, or at least until the next Mishnah, what exactly is the configuration of this room with all of these walls? How much of a wall was it? How much of a divide was there between the different groups of a separation? Says the Gemara, Amr Nachman, Machlogas b'mesipas, avabimechitza asar divrihakol, so says Rav Nachman that the machlokas between Beishamai uh, and Beisil is by a mesipas. Who could tell me what a mesipas is? A mesipas is like some little separation, less than ten tefachim, made up of like pieces of wood. 
right? So some kind of pretty um, makeshift separation between the different areas, okay? So that is where there is a machlokas. That, that um, in that case, Beis Hillel says that, look, because there's no significant divider, so, you, you know, the whole group really just has to come up with one bread for everyone. Avo, b'mechitza asara. But if the, if the divider was ten tfachim tall or more, well then, then everyone would agree that that's already a significant divider and it's five separate groups, five distinct groups, and they're each going to have to produce a loaf of bread. Ikeda Amri, there are those who say, Amri of Nachman, said of Nachman, even by Mesipas, Machlokas. Um, wait, what? Yes. Right, Amr Rav Nachman, right, Ikeda Amr, Amr Rav Nachman, after Mesipas Machlokas, right? There are those who say that Rav Nachman says that even by Mesipas is Machlokas, meaning that there's a Machlokas between Beis Shama and Beis Hillel when the divider is uh, taller than 10 Tfachim, that still Beis Hillel says that they would only have to produce one bread from everybody, meaning a total of one bread. Um, now, the, according to this opinion of Rav Nachman, the Machlokas extends then also to when it's lower than 10 Tfachim, that um, even when it's lower than, than 10 Tfachim, Beis Shammai would still say that everyone needs to produce their own loaf of bread. So now we add another two opinions to the mix of where this Machlokas could be. One of, that, one of the opinions, either Rav or Rav Shimon Brebi, um, one of their opinions is that the machlokas between Beisham and Beisilel is when the uh, divider reaches the ceiling, goes all the way up to the ceiling. Beisilel Be- Be- nonetheless says that they would only have to produce one bread from every, you know, a total of one bread from everybody. But if the dividers do not reach the ceiling, well then, well then even Beisham would agree, everyone would agree that you only have to come up with one bread um, from Everybody, one bread total. The other opinion is machlokas b'mechitzes she'ein magius l'tikra. That no, that machlokas is davka when the uh, walls do not reach the ceiling. That that is where um, Basilel says that you can produce one loaf of bread for every from you know f- total of one for everybody. Ava b'mechitzes amagius l'tikra, but uh, if the uh, walls reach the ceiling. Well, then even Basila would admit that uh, each individual group would have to produce an eruv, uh, a, a bread to contribute to the eruv. Meisve, we have a kasha. Amr Yuda Sabar says of Yuda Sabar. Rashi says that his name is Hasabar Al Shem Churfe Karadehachi. Like he was very sharp, so they call him the Sabar, maybe like a lightsaber. But Mistama Sabar probably comes from Svare. From um from he was very good uh, um he's very sharp. So it says Rabbi Yuda Sabar, Everyone agrees, Bishama and Basilel both agree that if the walls reach the ceiling, well then each group would have to produce their own loaf of bread to contribute to the communal air of Ah. Where's the machlokas? It's when the walls do not reach the ceiling. The Beishamah says that nonetheless, um, everyone would have to um, produce their own 
loaf of bread. Um, but Basil would say that since the walls do not reach the ceiling, um, you can just produce one bread total for everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what just happened? I just skipped. Oh no, I didn't skip. So according to the Manda Amr, right, this was one, you know, we, we don't know if it was Rabchia or Rabshim and Brebi, but this was one of their two opinions, which is that the Machlokas is when the walls reach the ceiling, right? So, but if the walls do not reach the ceiling, then everybody agrees that you would only have to produce one loaf of bread. Well, this is clearly arguing on that because this is saying that when the walls reach the ceiling, everyone would say that each group would have to bring a loaf of bread. But um, if they the walls don't reach the ceiling, that's where there's a machlokas. So, so this is clearly um, going to be a kasha for the one who says, that the machlokas is when the walls reach the ceiling. And according to the opinion who says that when the walls do not reach the ceiling, that is where the machlokas will perfect score. Siata, it would. This is a. This is a proof. This is a support. Now, Rav Nachman also had two takes on where the, what this machlokas can be. So, the, according to the uh, opinion of Rav Nachman, according to the version of Rav Nachman, that machlokas be mesipas, that the machlokas between Beisham and Beisil is when you have a dinky little wall that's not even ten tefachim, but if it's ten tefachim or taller, even Beisil would agree that you would have to, each group would have to produce a bread. Well, to you, it's going to be a kasha because, um, this mechitza, by definition, a mechitza is ten tefachim. So this is larger than ten tefachim, and and this brisa is saying that it's machlokas between Bisham and Basil. So it's going to be a problem for that first um, um, version of Rav Nachman. But Ella laachlishna da'amr Rav Nachman. But according to the version of Rav Nachman that after misipas machlokas, that that. There is even a machlokas between Beshame and Basila when it comes to this dinky wall that's less than ten tefachim, this dinky little divider that's less than ten tefachim. Um, but it, it's also a machlokas when it's larger than ten tefachim. Well, lematava tuyufta doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a kasha on Rav Nachman because maybe Rabbi Yudah Sabar would agree with him. Rabbi Yudah Sabar is saying that when the walls do not reach the ceiling, there's a machlokas. So, i.e., when you have a wall that's ten tefachim tall that go, you know, doesn't reach the ceiling, there's a machlokas. Okay, Rav Nachman would agree with would agree with that. The the chiddush of Rav Nachman is that even, he says that the machlokas is also even when it's when it, when it, when it's not ten tefachim. The question is, would Rabbi Yudah Sabar agree with that? So I'm gonna Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman say to you, that. Actually, the machlokas between Bisham and Beshil is when it's a machitza, it's when it's ten tefachim tall, but also when uh, it is lower than uh, ten tefachim, and um, and um, uh, yeah, and and Rabbi Yudah Sabar would agree with that as well. Uh, that's what Rav Nachman would argue. Behind the kamifligev machitza, well, then why is Rabbi Yudah Sabar Davka talking about when the wall is larger than ten tefachim? If they also not, after all, argue when it's lower than ten tefachim. Lo diacha kochan de beisil to tell you the extremity of beisil's opinion that even when the wall is large is higher than ten tefachim, they still say that they would only have to produce one eruv for the entire group, you know, for all five, one eruv total. Ve'lifligei b'mesipas. 
But but one second, why do we have to say that that um, that that this Bryce is talking about where the, the wall is taller than ten tefachim to show how lenient Basil is? Why don't we say that the machlo? Why doesn't the Bryce say that the machlokas is dafka when it's lower than ten tefachim to teach uh, how stringent Basil Beishamay are? That even when it's lower than ten tefachim, they still say that each group has to produce produce their own loaf of bread. So the Gemara answers koach tera adif. Because the strength of, 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 of permitting something is preferable. And there's a really cool Rashi over here, and the Likute Rashi from Masechta Beitza, which is really cool. I think I always remembered this, remembered this conceptually, but always forgot where it was. And I think this is actually what I was thinking of. And Rashi explains it very nicely. He says, Tov lo lashmi'enu koach divir It's much more preferable for us to uh, for for you know to tell us the opinion of the one who says that something is permissible, she was so mechal shmu also because he's relying on his wisdom, he's relying on his knowledge, on his learning. Venu yari lahatir, and he's not scared to say that something is permissible. Avakoacha osrin, but the strength of somebody who just is a naysayer, ena raya is not really much of a proof. Everybody can be strict. You can even say that something that's permissible is, is forbidden. Right? It doesn't, doesn't take any, any great wisdom to say that something is not allowed. But to say something that's permissible, well then you really have to have confidence and you really have to be able to rely on, 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 your, on, your, um, on your knowledge. So therefore, um, so we're going to answer that the reason that, that it was preferable to teach that the machlogos between Beisham and Beisila is when the wall is larger than 10 tefachim, is, is taller than 10 tefachim, and to teach us that even there Beisila says that still you, um, you'd only have to bring a total of one loaf of bread from all the groups. Amr of Nachman, Amr Rav, Halacha Kreb Yehuda Asabar, says of Nachman the name of Rav that the Halacha is like Reb Yehuda Asabar, okay? That, um, wh- that everyone agrees that when the wall reaches the ceiling, um, there's no machlokas that you would have to uh, bring five loaves of bread, um, but that the machlokas is when the wall does not reach the ceiling. Fine. Amr of Nachman bar Yitzchak says of Nachman bar Yitzchak masnis and nami deka, and you can also you can also infer this from our Mishnah. How the katani as it says umodim that that beisil agree bezman shemiktosan shurim bechadorim vaaliyas shetzirichin erev lechochabur vechabur that beisil agree that when um, some of the groups are in like separate areas of the mansion in, 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 in separate rooms or, or lofts. Well, then every single, you know, each group is going to have to bring a bread, contribute a bread to the communal Erev of the Chatzar. Now, what are these separate rooms and like upper levels? If you're going to say that these um, rooms are mamish rooms and these lofts are mamish lofts, well, pshita, obviously they would have to bring their own breads. They're in a whole separate area. Elalav, no, the chiddush is that ke'en chadarim u'ke'en alios. No, it's talking about a setup which is like separate rooms and like separate levels. It's talking about these partitions that reach the ceiling. That I guess it's not exactly the same quality as like mamish separate rooms, but it's um, but it would be enough to say that each uh, that even Basila would agree that each um, uh, group would have to contribute a separate 
loaf of bread. Tana, we learn in the price of a medumar mamurim. When do Beis Shammai say that each group has to contribute a loaf of bread? When they are bringing their uh, Eruv to uh, a different place. So meaning, we have this Chatzar. In the Chatzar, there are a number of buildings. One of those buildings is the mansion. Now, this mansion, the people who are spending Shabbos there want to contribute into the, uh, to, want to contribute in the Eruv or to the Eruv uh, of the Chatzar. So Beishami says, well, if they're bringing their bread to some other, one of the other buildings in the Chatzar, well, then, yes, each group is going to contribute their own bread. Aval. But if um, the Eruv was being placed in the mansion, that all the other buildings were, were going to bring bread and put it in the mansion, well then, well then, even Beishamai would agree that that, um, that that mansion would only need to contribute a total of one bread. Kiman Azla Hodetanya, like whom does... Um, Like whom does um, the following brisa go? Like Chamisha Shegavu Eseruvan. That if you have five people in a chutzer, right? So you have five. Um, imagine you have two chutzers that are right next to each other. Each each one each chutzer has five uh, houses in it, and they want there's a doorway in between them, and they want to make uh, an an air between the between uh, the two of them so they can carry between the different chutzers. So if one, so so if one of the chutzers made an eruv, all five houses contributed bread. Well then, uh, when they are going to bring their eruv to the other chutzers, so that they can make an eruv chutzers, eruv echad lechulan. So um, you would only have to bring one loaf of bread for all five of the houses, right? So all of the five houses contributed to the. Uh, eruv of that of that one chutzer, but then they would only have to bring one bread into the other chutzer to make the eruv between the two chutzers. So Kiman, who is that like? Beisila, it's like Beisila, because we just said that according to Beishamai, they would have to each contribute their own bread. those who say mamurim, when do we say that um, there needs to be five breads? That was davka. When the eruv was coming to them, avalam hayu molichen es eruv lemakom achid devriakol tzurichen eruv lechol chabura vachabura. Right. So I'm sorry. So 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 when do we say that there's a machlokas between uh, beshame and beis hillel? That is when they were bringing the um, eruv to the mansion. Everyone else was bringing the eruv to the mansion. But um, if they were bringing the eruv from the mansion to one of the other places, even beis hillel would agree. That um, they, you'd have to each group would have to contribute an air, a, a loaf of bread. Keman azla hadetanya. But then who does the following brayso go like chamisha shigavu seruvan? That if you have a chutzer or two chutzers right next to each other and they want to make an eruv. Now one of the chutzers made a eruv with um, you know all the five people in there contributed their bread. Kishemolichen es eruvan lemakom acher when they bring their eruv to the other chutzer eruv echad lechulan. Um, they really only have to bring one bread. They don't have to bring all five. Kiman Well, then that's not like any of them. Meaning, according to the second way of understanding that the machlokas between Bisham and Basil about one bread versus five breads is only when everybody else is bringing to the mansion. But if the mansion it would be bringing somewhere else, everyone would agree that you, even Basil would agree that they would have to come up with five loaves of bread, one for each group. Well, then this brisa which says. That when you have two chatzeris and one of them made an eruv, so they don't, they only have to bring one bread into the other eruv, 
um, in order into the other chatzor in order to make an eruv between the two chatzors. Uh, um, well, then it's like neither Misham and Beisel. Nu What if you have um, two children, two brothers, and they're still reliant on their father? Right, so they so they eat all their meals by their father. However, they have they have their own houses. So let's say you have a chotzer, and there are five houses in the chotzer. One of them belongs to the father. Two of them belongs to to each of the children respectively. And then there's another two um, houses that belong to random people. So now these children, so they eat by their father's house. Right, there's so many but they sleep in their own houses. So So each. Um, house is going to have to contribute an Erev, right? Each child is going to have to contribute to the communal Erev. Therefore, if one of them forgot and didn't contribute to the Erev, he can just um, uh, relinquish his rights to, so he relinquishes his rights to the Chatzar in order to allow the other people to carry. When do we say that um, the children need to contribute to the communal Erev? That is only when they are bringing their Erev to a different house, right? So we said that there are five houses in the Chatzar. Three of them belong to this one family. Then there's these two other random houses that belong to these other people. So if they're keeping the Erev in one of the other houses, well then the two children are also going to have to contribute even though they're really relying just on their fathers and their father. So that Avalam Haya Eruv Ba'etzlan Oshaini Mind Yurin Bachatzer Ainan Srikhnaiv. But if the Arab was coming to one of their houses, right? Let's say the Arab was coming to their father, well then their father doesn't have to give them bread to contribute to the Arab, right? Because after all it's in his own house anyways. So then um they wouldn't have to contribute to the to the to the Arab. Or if they were the only ones in the Chatzar, right? So let's say there are only three houses in the Chatzar and it, one of them was owned by the father, and then the other two where the children who are relying on the fire on the father uh, financially, anyways, so then um, they wouldn't have to make an eruv. However, let, let, let's hold it here. We'll pick up from the gemara tomorrow. And what did we talk about today? There was like some pretty technical stuff today. We talked at the beginning uh, about the machlokas between Reb Meir and the Chachamim regarding if you make an eruv shetufim uh, you also have to make an eruv chaseris. There are two different ways of understanding that machlokas. One is that everyone agrees that by bread, if you made a shetufim vos, you would not have to make in Eruve Chatzeros, but when it comes to wine, there is a Machlokas. And the other way of understanding it is that when it comes to wine, everyone agrees that you would have to make um, a Shituvim Vos and an Eruve Chatzeros, but when it comes to bread, that's where there's a Machlokas between Reb Meir and the Chacham. Reb Meir would say you would still have to make a Shituvim Vos and an Eruve Chatzeros, whereas the Chacham say it would work for both. Uh, when it comes to bread, they would say that it works for both. Um, and then we got into this new Mishnah about these five people that are in, spending Shabbos in this mansion in these like makeshift kind of areas. So we had four different ways of understanding what the wall between them could possibly look like. We had two opinions of Rav Nachman. One of them is that the Machlokas is Davka when the wall, Machlokas Besham and Basil is Davka when the wall is less than 10 Tfachim. If it's taller than 10 Tfachim, however, then Base Hillel would agree that, um, uh, everyone would have to contribute their own bread. The other way to understand Rav, uh, Rav Nachman is that the Machlokas is both when it's above 10 Tfachim and when it's below 10 Tfachim. Then we had the um, Machlokas um, from Rav Chia as well as Rav Shimon Berebi. One of the opinions was that the Machlokas is Davka when the wall reaches the ceiling. But if the wall it doesn't reach the ceiling, everyone agrees that you would only need one air, one bread. And the other way to understanding it is that Davka when the wall reaches the ceiling, everyone agrees 
that you would have to bring separate breads, but if the wall doesn't reach the ceiling, um, that's where there is the machlokas. And then we spent most, you know, about half of Amud Bey's talking, uh, you know, about which, of, you know, we had the Bryce of Rebuda Sabar, who says that the machlokas is davka when the wall doesn't reach the ceiling and seeing if that uh, disqualifies those four opinions that we had. And then um, we got to the new Mishnah about a father and children being in a chatzar. Cheva, that was Daf Ayn Bez of Masechta Ervin. Peace.